This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. Hey, this is Mega Rand, teacher, rapper, hero, waffle lover. And you're checking out ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Turn it up and share. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. So let's start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. Folks, this is an absolutely beautiful day today. Not just because of my Mortal Kombat 11 gauntlet accomplishments, which we'll talk about very shortly, but even bigger than that, much bigger than that, I have to give a big congratulations to one of our ACMG members. Not just any ACMG member, but friend, neighbor, incredibly great uh, music producer, and just all our great dude, DJ Cutman, aka Chris Davison of Game Chops, he and his longtime girlfriend Maddie Stone, as of today, possibly right now, by the time you listen to this, is probably already set and done. They're getting married today, if not already married right now. Congratulations to them both. I've known them for a very long time now, since ACMG was created, and you know, he was one of my first interviews. He was one of my first interviews uh, after, shout out my, another neighbor of mine around here, uh, Adam Shoup, Pixel Painter. Um, you know, I, I, yeah, I live around a bunch of very creative and inspiring people in the world of anime, comics, movies, and games people. I'm just, I'm completely blessed of that. I'm, I'm not taking that for granted whatsoever. But I had a chance to uh, interview him a long time ago during his uh, album release. I attended uh, what probably one of my first album release parties ever, uh, and that was his album release for a album called Meow Meow and Bow Wow. If you're a Legend of Zelda fan, you know exactly what that is, and it was a remix album, a phenomenal remix album that he created in honor of, I believe, Link to the Past. I forgot which one it was. It was, I believe, it was Link to the Past that uh, that was based on. I could be wrong, but. The, I still have the lanyard from that event too, but it, it's awesome. I got a chance to see him perform for the first time, and then I had a chance to interview him shortly after that. And we just, you know, connected after that. Every year afterwards, we started connecting in some form of way. Strangely, he somehow made his way to my neck of the woods. He now lives like a block away from me, a block or two away from me here in University City, which is awesome. And we got more creativity within University City now, so it was pretty awesome. If you guys don't exactly know the name of DJ Come In, he's very well known in the nerdcore and the gaming community. Uh, but the music that you're hearing right now is from him. This is one of my favorite songs entitled I Am Error from DJ Cutman's classic album Bagu and the Riverman. Again, if you're a Zelda fan, you know what that is. So, I got a chance to play that for a reason. Uh, because there will be a lot of changes coming in, in the uh, weeks ahead. As I told you guys before uh, last week on our last episode, I believe, that I will be having new music played on this show 
in the coming weeks. There will be more changes for music that are being played. It actually may equate to different segment breaks that I'm going to do for this show using utilizing DJ Cutman's music from Game Chops, courtesy of Game Chops. So I am alluded to quite a bit of music now, and that means there's going to be a lot of different things. There may be even a new intro, for goodness sake. But just to give you a little synopsis of DJ Cutman, uh, he's a longtime chiptunes DJ and is, like I said, known in the world of gaming and uh, in the nerdcore community. And, and mostly for his tributes from, uh, for some of the most legendary video games of all time, including Super Mario, Zelda, Metroid, Sonic, Pokemon, you name it, and much more. The man has been on the radar for quite some time. And in fact, in fact, and I know this for a fact because I was actually listening to this episode, this podcast episode when I uh, found out. But if you go back to an early episode of Talk is Jericho, yes, Chris Jericho's podcast is absolutely phenomenal podcast. He had Xavier Woods on there. And Xavier Woods, Jericho's all about music as well. He has Fozzie. And, you know, he talks to Xavier Woods and he's talking about his gaming, his love for gaming and his love for music. So he asked him what it was, what was his music, his favorite song, music that he's listened to. He could have gave anybody a great shout out. And this is when I was working in like a corporate office and, you know, at the Alzheimer's Association. I'm at, at my desk and I'm, listen, I'm working and I'm listening to this. All of a sudden, of all people he brings up, <laughs> Xavier Woods of the New Day, WWE Superstar, says one of my favorite guys that I, I, I listen to right now and I recommend that people listen to is DJ Cutman. He's a chiptunes artist. And he does real... And, at that moment in time, I'm in the office and I'm like, holy freaking shit. <laughs> it's like, of all people, of all people. And I immediately contacted him because I don't think he was aware of it. I don't need, I don't think, you know, Chris, a.k.a. DJ Cutman, I don't think he's an actual, I don't think he's a wrestling fan. But he also is aware of, you know, the music that's out there. Xavier Woods is also friends with uh, Megaran as well so I there's the six degrees of separation which we all know each other as well we're all familiar with each other's work and stuff like that so it's really awesome that I got to hear that and to see how far his his passion has gotten him to the ears of one of the premier performers in professional wrestling right now in the WWE one of the best one of the best performers in WWE right now and that's Xavier Woods and if you guys know Xavier Woods he also hosts the show up up down down as well and it, it's just pretty awesome to see that they were you know connected and they were i believe they might have actually done something together at project or something as well but i mean that's how far he's gotten he's he's been endorsed by you know xavier woods that's awesome you will absolutely be hearing more music from game chops in the coming weeks uh, you know, this is a lot going to be happening here. It is, I love it. This opportunity is going to grant me to be able to be more creative with the show and do some other cool things with the show because I have now other, you know, music that relatable music at that. You know, some of this music are going to be you're going to be familiar with from some of your favorite games. So get ready for that as well. Uh, stay tuned for that and more. But also, if you want to check out more music from DJ Cutman, you can check it out on Apple Music and the iTunes Store, Spotify. Amazon Music and Google Play. You will also be able to follow him on YouTube, Facebook, SoundCloud, and Twitter, of course. So thank you again and congratulations to you both, uh, Chris and Maddie. You guys 
are, I can't be more happier for you guys at all. Bless you all. And uh, I will definitely be seeing you guys soon on that note. So today we got some things to talk about. I actually also, believe it or not, we're going to change. I got a couple of recommended reviews that I want to, you know, just really quickly uh, recommend to people. But also, I have a rant. I actually have a rant today. Uh, but we're going to start with some interesting good news. It's going to actually segue to that. As of right now, I am in stage 28 of Mortal Kombat 11's The Gauntlet. There are few people that have actually made it this far. There are some people who made it to Fire God status. And, and I am so freaking close to it. I can just taste it. But... That taste was not always sweet. It was bitter along the way. Let me tell you, folks, this stage, these stages are some of the most brutal stages of any fighting game I've ever played. But for some reason, there's a there's a great incentive to why I'm still playing. I really do want that freaking uh, fire god, you know, skin. Unfortunately, it's a skin. And, well, it's a skin, but you also do have the other power. So it's technically not really a skin, per se. But you do get the extra powers with that. So um, if you play Mortal Kombat 11 in story mode, you know where this is going to. And where it's going to happen with Liu Kang, he becomes a god. So, no spoiler alert. This has been out for weeks ahead. And, you know, I've already done my non-spoiler episode a while back. So this is free reign at this point. But Liu Kang does, in fact, become a god. But... They eventually give you the opportunity to have this character, but you got to go through 30 brutal stages of more of the gauntlet in Tower of Time mode. I, I through no easy stretch, and there was a lot of bitching and moaning along the way that I made it up to level 28, and it wasn't easy. Not not just because of just how challenging it was, but. What they did at NetherRealm Studios is that they allowed you to get through all of these stages, but you had to figure out how to do it. You, they, it, they pretty much forced you to use consumables, which is the you know upgrades that help you get through some stages, and which is kind of awesome in a sense. But it, 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 to me, it was felt like a tomb raiding type of experience or a dungeon dwelling type of experience where you have to have certain means to get through, and you there are a lot of clues to what you need to do in order to get through some of the stages it's not all easy it's all even if it says easy on one of the stages on a few of the stages it's not exactly easy until you figure out why it's so easy and what you got to do to make it as easy as possible so uh there is some brutal absolutely mind effing stages in this game but with that said for some reason it's so fun to play you just keep going this i will compare this to like mother brain if you guys played the original metroids back in the day playing that mother brain stage is crazy and so one of, at the time is one of the biggest it may be still one of the biggest and most challenging moments in games i've ever played where after, after i played all my energy just depleted and i fell to the ground because of how much it is it's getting to that level what's keeping me going is one reason not only just because I beat that mortal, uh, that Metroid uh, Mother Brain stage at the end, legit, like I completed the whole entire thing. It was not easy at all. But I also beat one of the most impossible games ever, which not many people can claim that they did, and that's Street Fighter, the original Street Fighter, not Street Fighter Two. I mean Street Fighter One was the god. 
I was able to beat that game. And to me, it's like, if I could go and beat that game, I could get through anything at this point in life. Uh, so I am stretching through. I'm now at stage 28. I'm very happy about that. But it was not easy. I had to go through, admittedly, I had to go through a lot of research on what I need to do. And this is the part that really is going to transition and segue to the rant. Is because upon finding things, I mean... I know it takes time for some things to get out, but some of the things that I were looking for, some of the content I was looking for, mostly it was going to be YouTube clips, which can be very helpful, helpful actually, if produced properly, if really done professionally. And if you go to places like IGN and, you know, GameStop, I'm sorry, GameSpot and, you know, what is it? What's the other one I could say? Game Informer, if you will. But then also some other really great independently made videos out there. There could be some really good professionally done videos with people who understand how to do producing and editing and proper dubbing. And, you know, it could be done properly. But then, and those guys, to, to those who do that in that way, deserves all the attention that they get, the sponsorship that they get. They're also freaking annoying people who do live streaming and then what they do is manipulate them streaming by saying you know going through the gauntlet stages or or, or saying how to get through the gauntlet stages so you, you look at this it's like four hours long <laughs> it's like four or five hours a marathon and some of it is just like not what it was said to be and it's badly produced or they're not these guys don't know what the hell they're doing but they're getting all this attention and all these and sponsorship from youtube and i'm like this to me no why are they getting youtube should have a little bit more stricter terms as to how these people are getting the attention that they get i don't think everybody deserves the attention that they get and one in particular i won't even name but he actually went through i went through i had to fast forward so much crap all this conversation all this irrelevant conversation all of this trial and error and all this stuff i'm thinking if you play this game who the hell is watching for four hours usually people with our short with the short attention society that we live in all we need is like a five minute tutorial with you editing dubbing and giving us a summarized understanding of what we had to do not sit through all these hours of you watch no i don't care if you have a hundred thousand i don't care if you have a thousand five thousand or even a million views because here's the reality of that your views all you do is click all you need to do is click you don't have to watch through the whole thing you just click you click on that link it automatically does it doesn't determine whether you actually did it but he gets the act he or she can get the actual views and clicks and when youtube sees that they automatically like all right bet you're getting all this attention boom we're gonna you know we're gonna actually do it and i know some people do actually sit through it and i don't understand how they sit through all that to me it's like all right you want to game for hours but you also want to watch this for hours too you could be doing all that you could be gaming your damn self or you could have a social life or you could do other things there should be better ways for people to produce i love those people who produce i'm going to give a few shout outs to people who produce really well as well both independent and professional you know i i really think but there were some things that really this is like a you know what really grinds my gears moment so take that into consideration people but we had this going on so i'm watching this 
and I am so pissed off. I would love to see better quality videos out there. And I know there's some out there, but it's not enough. It is not enough. There's some amateur Bush League stuff in there. This is like, this is like Pornhub amateur level type stuff here, <laughs> where you know it's like you have, you got the amateur stuff, you got the professional stuff, you got you know it, it's it's really that bad. It is really bad. Bad. By the way, don't act like you don't either. So <laughs> let's keep it real. Let's keep it. Let's keep it really real here. But um. No, honestly, there is some really amateuristic stuff out there. I think if they people really put in the quality of what they add on to this, the producing, the edit, there's a lot of hardworking people out there who produce, who do go out of their way to produce really quality stuff, myself included. I feel like if I need to get, you know, I need to give you guys their money's worth here. Whether it's from audio, whether it's from video, whether it's just from doing graphics, whether it's producing, whether it's just um, creating content for, you know, social media. You, you got the whole brand thing. You got to understand what really goes into making a brand and getting cheap attention like that to me uh, pisses me off. I mean, so the lack of production quality, it really annoys me. It really knows. I get inspired by great production quality. I love that. The lack of charisma and hosting ability also plays a factor in some of these videos as well. These guys, some of these guys don't know how to really entertain the watchers, the target audience that they have out there. That part to me pisses me off as well. If you're listening to this and you're wanting to do an actual video or podcast, whatever, listen to this. What I think that I believe the target audience should look for and should appreciate and should want is people with better production, better charisma going in, you know, knowing how to talk to the audience, knowing how to relate to the audience, to understand your target audience, which you're listening to. That is the point of branding as somebody who is involved in multimedia development, which also helps to create brands for other people, companies or whatever, both in entertainment and business. I have a say-so in this. You know, if you don't understand, go to my website at view, my Viewfinders Identity Search and Design website at vfisad.com. You'll look at the list of people that I work with, both in the city and far and wide, and some people you may recognize. And guaranteed, you'll know that I know what I'm talking about there. So, you know, that, and it's just the, the lack of editing, too. Again, that pisses me off. People who just playing hours of streaming is one thing but man go back in there if you really know figure out especially if you're streaming here's the deal if you're streaming just to stream and have people follow you that way like i, I give a if you're a huge celebrity too i'll give you a big example mighty mouse demetrius johnson former uh i believe former ufc champion He's no longer with the UFC, but the dude is, he was unbeatable, unstoppable. He's one of the greatest of all time. And he's also one of the best known gamers. He was sponsored by Xbox because of that. And he would stream a lot all the time, but he would stream and really communicate with his fans. And I don't believe people do know how to do it in the way that he's doing. He would read off people's comments, questions, whatever like that. I've seen some especially for recently for Mortal Kombat 11, where people are just talking and they're just talking and they're just talking and they're talking to other people. They got their headsets on. They're talking to other people. We don't know who the hell they're talking to. We don't know what the question is, whatever like that. You know, learn how to entertain when you're on 
when you're on you know screen when you're absolutely on screen so to me that is you know there's a lot of fundamentals that needs to go in there um when you're done and and, but here's the other thing too it's one thing to stream but it's another thing to like say that this is a tutorial walkthrough and it's just you just playing through the game through hours and hours of play without saying once you understand what you're doing edit that you don't need to have this nobody wants to really go stretch out and watch hours you know or fast forward to get to the part that you want to edit that edit it dub it you know if you really want to really stretch it and people take you really seriously put some quality and effort into it invest in what you're doing give people reasons to want to come back you know even more don't just settle for what you have now it learn how to increase what you've already gained gain you know include the momentum bring in the momentum of it and increase that momentum you know from that point you know i I hate a lot of clickbait videos too that says one thing but does totally different. I don't know what people get out of that, but they're wasting their own time. The ones who talk about to other people online without letting us know who the hell they are. You know, I just, I hate that. Um, one of our members on ACMG, Bo uh, Burlett, he mentioned, you know, he, he, he was very adamant about this when I, I posted this on Facebook. A couple of days ago on our ACMG Facebook group a couple of days ago, he immediately understood. He empathized and, and was adamant about that and mentioning those who tell irrelevant life stories on a video that is supposed to discuss the game. I totally agree. Keep the irrelevant stuff out of there. Like we we're the purpose of everybody coming in to watch a video of something that they're interested in or even something that they're looking for help in is that they're looking for you to talk solely about the nature of the continuity that you're talking about. We don't have to know that, you know, you went to, you know, Whole Foods the other day and all the stuff and yada, yada, yada. And I, that's why I couldn't come on the show or, you know, I had to go on vacation or it was, you know, that's, it's, it's as important as it may be, especially to the person who's producing the video. It's irrelevant. That's not a part of the life that we want to know. We clearly are you know, interested in the continuity that you're talking about. So again, just stick to the script, if you will, and stick and just jump on it. It's one thing to do a podcast because a podcast you could be a little bit more freely with there. You know, if you don't, if you're not going to narrative direction and doing a lot of narrative editing and all this stuff, that's one thing. But if you're, you know, like I'm doing right now, ranting like crazy, but also I'm sticking to the continuity of the situation. And everything that I mostly talk about is relevant to what I am talking about on the show for the most for the majority of the part. Actually, I don't think I've ever had that type of situation. But again, I'm not te- I'm not t- giving people tutorials either. So, you know, you got to take that into consideration as well. So, I mean, it, it's just it's really these things are really annoying. And um, yeah, it, it's just. But the other thing, the last thing that is going to piss me off before I talk about what I would like to see in these videos is that these tedious trial and error videos, it's like, don't say that this is how you do it. And you're just, again, you're giving us long playthrough of you doing this, but giving a lot of trial and error to do it. Like once you get it, once you actually play the game and you stream through it and you actually made it, how about edit that video? down dumb it down and then give write write lines that you need to do write some lines to do and then actually 
produce a, a good quality. I used to do this all the time back in um when I first started. When doing video, video is hard. Video is really like video editing. It's not hard in a way of saying it's impossible to do. It is. There's a lot of work that needs to go into it. Like a five minute video, and this is probably why a lot of these guys are lazy and don't want to do it because it does. A five minute video can take sometimes hours to produce. And but it's worth it because you create some really cool stuff. You look back at it. I created some um, video uh, reviews back in the day, like years ago. And sometimes, or I and I used to do twenty-two minute video vlogs for a for the ACMG Facebook group. I may go back to that someday. I'm not sure, but I did have a lot of fun doing that at the time. It's just. It does take hours to put together because there's a lot of editing. Sometimes there's a lot of graphics that go on to it. You know, if you know, if you've seen, if any of you guys, this has been a long time ago, but if any of you veterans that may be listening right now that have seen the videos that I've done, you know, I have a lot of graphics in there. There's, you know, some editing in there and some dubbing in there as well. So it does, there's a lot to it, but if you're really serious about what you're doing, don't half-ass it. Go all the way. If you want to give a review, the review should probably be like less than five minutes at best. Write the lines down. Put really. I mean, there are people out there that are really doing their thing. So honestly, what I would like to see from a lot of people is that, you know, edit your videos. Practice doing lines when creating your uh, video walkthroughs. Just stick to what's relevant in the video keep it short as possible pretty much it i mean those are the pretty much the fundamentals of that at best and try to have the best equipment to make all of that happen your best sound equipment your best you know have the best microphones as possible have you know invest invest in your brand and your product if you really want to make this happen you know if you really want to ever be making it to the igns or the game spots or you know really show that you really put in the you know to work I mean, there are people out there that are really doing it and deservingly so. Uh, I honestly, if you want to give me, if I want to give some recommendations, I'm going to say Switch Planet. Go on YouTube and check it out if you're a Nintendo Switch owner. Switch Planet is a really well done video. They have their own music, they have their own effects, intro, all that. Now, funny thing is that recently YouTube stopped giving them sponsorship at, for a hot second because they felt that they were just you know editing they weren't doing enough and to the guy's credit who the guy and creator of switch planet i don't know who that guy is but to his credit or whatever his or he claims his team's credit they have done everything that they could because they were going to do patreon but they decided to add a little bit more to it so they started dubbing the episodes now they he has to now be just to make the qualifications or the requirements that youtube wants to in order to get sponsorship for their videos so what switch planet is is that it's it gives information on new releases that are be coming out every month every there's a new episode that comes in sunday every week on switch planet that shows different video games rather from america or us or europe or whatever and he, they provide a lot of information in the video that goes into trust me when i tell you that it's like they're like 14 minute videos so guaranteed it's taking them hours within the week to put all this together so you got to appreciate and support what those guys are doing i highly recommend checking those out but you know at the time they was just showing the video games with the information now they added dubbing to it and which gives their own spin on it now and it's getting better because you could tell at first that the guy did it wasn't he he was never 
a guy who ever dubbed before, but I think he's getting better every week and he's getting more comfortable with it. But he's putting in the work because he wants that sponsorship. He wants the, he wants to continue the views that he's gotten. And kudos to them. Kudos to rather him or the, or his team if he has it. Um, but they've done tremendously there. I absolutely love what they've done there. So I highly recommend checking out, you know, uh, Switch Planet. And the theme music is really cool and catchy too, by the way. So I, I love it. It's awesome. Another guy. Not related to video games, but... This is one of the best quality voices I've heard on any narrative, on any voiceover on YouTube. And this is Rob Jefferson. You guys may have recognized that name. He does Comics comics Explained. He produces all of these historical comic books. This is the Neil deGrasse Tyson of video games. I mean, I'm sorry, of comic books. His voice carries, he reminds me of Neil deGrasse Tyson a lot. And his he's very articulate. I mean, extremely articulate on uh, on uh, on the videos that he creates, and they're extremely well edited, well dubbed, and explains the history of certain comic books and, and, and certain events in comic book history. You know, and very accurately, very well detailed. I mean, this dude is awesome. And if you look at how he does it, it it's I mean, he, he goes all out to, to bring the best production, and he deserves everything he gets from that. It's just awesome. He also has his own vlog, too. He uh, talks about World War II. I mean, he doesn't just do comic books, either. But the gist of this is that his production value is insanely great. And he puts in all of effort and quality to put it in. So... I highly recommend that. Also, of course, if you want to go professional, IGN always does some great stuff. Yeah, I mean, now granted, there's always some questionable things about some of their reviews or whatever. But if you if you take away that aspect and the skepticism, what you see is well edited, well produced videos that are like about five, three to five minutes long. They write their lines really well, and it's you can't get any better than that. GameSpot also, you got to give them credit. Entertainment Weekly or uh, is another one. Uh, Game Informer, also another one. You know, look at those. Those are how you create really good videos. And they, honestly, with, the, with technology and the ability to get all this type of technology today, you can do it if you learn how to do it. Whether you find out from school, you get taught by somebody else, or you learn just... I mean, you just study. You you study some form of way of how to learn how to get to that level. It's you that you can do it. You can absolutely do it. But I hate these other tutorials out here right now. I just I I I, I hate this laziness that I'm seeing. Put in the effort, people. It, it's it's just it, it just boggles my mind with that. Now, the other question from this too, ask: Should we go back to strategy, guys? I know a lot of you millennials out there don't know what that is. Um, strategy guides were booklets or, you know, books or sometimes in game magazines of based on video games with very detailed, well-written tutorials of how to get through certain games there. I mean, in the 90s, they were some of the hottest items and I they somehow fell off. And I think a lot of that was just based on cost. It was very cost effective to be able to produce all of those magazines and to sell them. But they were some of the most I wish 
I honestly, I wish they had one for Mortal Kombat 11 right now because they would have been very useful at this point in time. But um, sometimes video game companies will, you know, come out with the strategy guys like a couple weeks after the fact of playing the game. So by the time when people had struggles, the strategy guys will come out and people would go out of their way to buy it because they would have a lot of secrets in there maybe some hidden secrets some unlockable you know codes or whatever in there but it, they were awesome the other thing that made them so great too is that a lot of these games a lot of these strategy guys had a lot of illust- great illustrations from the video games like if i think back soul caliber street fighter um it ninja gaiden was another one uh tomb raider i had a bunch i actually funny thing i still have some of my strategy guys Tekken I believe I still have my Tekken 3 strategy guide and they were sometimes limited edition you know strategy guys too but they had they would show you how to do extra combos and all this stuff now granted this is where YouTube I think for fighting games YouTube is best but when you have games that require some know-how or some extra situations or whatever I, I honestly I would say strategy guys do have still has a niche for the day i still believe that there's some value to a strategy guy on certain game genres so i i would love to see that come back just for the collectability of the uh, of the books and stuff like that i mean like we need to bring that back this, it was hot at a time where also comic books was also hot too and those will no longer exist as well so i mean i don't know if what they would it would be more cost effective maybe they could do a website dedicated to doing a strategy guide or strategy guide website i would love to see that or something of that nature but i would love to see strategy guides in some form or fashion come back that will help people really especially when you're playing something as frustratingly brutal at times as the gauntlet i would love to see that you know that type of thing for the for, for um fighting games like mortal kombat or just video games in general you know so hopefully they'll make a comeback in some form or fashion that would be like a hot commodity in video games you know we'll see so that is my rant for the day on that note so hopefully if you're if you have a video uh, game vlog and you, you have um you know following like that please listen to that dearly put in the work if you don't settle for what you got always learn to improve and evolve more so i'll just stick to that so Moving on to some other news, Nintendo Switch news. If you guys have gone into your Nintendo eShop recently, if you go into the coming soon section and scroll down furthermore, you see that Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 and Platinum Games up and coming action game, Astral Chains, I'm so looking forward to that, is showing up and the coming soon section right now the problem that i have with this is that none of them are available for pre-purchase i have no idea why that's not a thing they got mario maker 2 out for pre-purchase along with some other ones out for pre-purchase uh just recently dragon quest builders 2 is now on you know has a season pass and all the stuff for available pre-purchase it that boggles my mind i'm so just i want to lock that in right now i it's funny because Ultimate Alliance 3 is probably even more anticipated right now than Mario Maker 2. And that is, and, and honestly, I know the decision is not Nintendo's. It's the decision of the company that's coming out with it. I don't understand why they're not doing a pre-purchase because I think they would lock in a lot of sales right now. More for Ultimate Alliance 3 than Astral Chains. I think people are still not aware of Astral Chains. Um, that was something that was that premiered, I believe, last year on 
the Nintendo Showcase at E3. So I don't know if people remember or it's like out of sight, out of mind. They haven't really showed too much on Astro Change yet, but uh, I'm much anticipating that as well as Ultimate Alliance 3. So we will see. But yeah, again, no ability to pre-purchase right now. And uh, both of them will be, I believe Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 will be out in July and Astro Change will be available in August. So definitely stay tuned for that. But they are showing them. They are showing up right now. So hopefully down the line, they'll check it out. So last bit of things I wanted to bring up. Oh, by the way. We are getting closer to E3, by the way. They are showing games that are available online right now. Um, games from Nintendo, from Sega. I mean, not from Sega, from Xbox. But unfortunately, as we all know, PlayStation is not going to show up at E3. It's going to be very interesting to see how this E3 is going to be, man. I, 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 I'm really skeptical because Sony has been the major marquee of E3. Now it's, it's going to be a battle between Nintendo and Xbox. So now with them going, it gives one of the two free reign to take the throne. My my prediction is Nintendo is going to take the throne for E3 now this year. I don't see anything else coming at it. I don't see anything coming else at it at all. I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, so we'll see how E3 is going to be as well. We'll look. I'm looking forward to it. But some there's some known games that are be displayed at E3. So we'll see. And as far as new announcements, nothing has occurred yet. Otherwise, I would have mentioned it right now. So now, as I'm saying this, watch as I finish this episode, something's going to pop up. It always happens. So last bit of new, last bit of things I want to talk about is my recommended reviews uh, this week, and one of them is. Code of Princess EX has been out for quite a while. So if you guys, and I'm saying recommended reviews because this is games that I'm, I say are absolutely fun to actually have. I'm going to do probably some recommended reviews uh, along with some exclusive reviews in the coming weeks. So uh, I have a large library of Nintendo games on the Switch right now that I play. So, I, But I'd never mentioned before. But Code of Princess EX, a uh, game that was out, I believe, on a 3DS era. This is kind of a throwback game, taking shades of a classic Sega Saturn game called Guardian Heroes. If you guys remember that from back then, you know that that was one of the most beloved cult classic games out there. It was, it's still uh, up until Code of Princess and a few other, you know, you know, shadow games, mimic games like that, um, or mirror games that are like that. It, it was a game that was not, there was no other game like it. it a, a company named Treasure. One of my favorite cult game uh, companies ever back the time because not only did they create Guardian Heroes, if you guys were major Japan owner, uh, game owners as well, they also created a game called Yu Yu Hakusho based on the one of the greatest animes of all time. And this was a four-player fighting game that was only played in Japan. So you needed the actual uh, emulator cartridge in order to play this game. And once you had that cartridge, this game was so much fun. I love the Yu Yu Hakusho um, fighting game from back in the day. It was awesome. But it was made by the company Treasure. I became a fan of Treasure because of what they did with that game. And then I believe Guardian Heroes came shortly after. Um, Guardian Heroes was like a RPG uh, beat-em-up game. And allows you to not only play as the actual characters of that game, but also it allows you to play as many other characters too because there were other modes that allowed you to fight as those characters as well so part of it was actual fighting game too or a melee game at that it's more of me i would say it was more of a melee game that you know it's an rpg melee brawler at best because uh the 
control schemes of it allowed you you know to do moves sort of similar to street fighter and other games as other fighting games as well so coda princess is in that essence right there almost the same type of premise and everything your princess uh you're like princess solange and you are trying to game back the throne i i am not doing the storyline justice but it's it's really like just a simple storyline but along the way you meet all these different you know people that be that you become allies that will help you fight against the evil you know enemy that tries to take your throne she's also has this sacred sword which is like a really big ass sword and take note um princess solange is literally her outfit is like extremely like it, it's a, it's cardi b level <laughs> in this case like this is a cardi b level outfit that she is wearing and she's fighting with this big ass sword and so she has all these really cool characters by the way solange and a lot of the other characters in this game is also seen in the fighting game uh blade strangers if you guys have played that uh as well which consists of a bunch of different characters from nt creates shout out to you uh matt papa out there and uh this is also another nt creates game i believe if i'm correct so you know the action brawler is it lets you play in the hordes of cool characters and story including enemies too like once you beat a stage it unlocks a new character that you can control and fight as as well and there's a lot of rpg elements as well in here uh so if you are into the brawler type of game like this or if you are an old school gamer like me and play guardian heroes and you want that guardian heroes kick this one has what you need this is actually not only that this is actually a remake from the 3ds version as well so there's a lot of extra things in here and of course because it's on a switch you'll get a lot more content than you had before in there so go out of your way to check it out and i believe it's on sale on the eShop. it possibly is but even if not it's still a great game to have for you know old school gamers another old school game i want to bring up because i brought this up last week too capcom's beat em up bundle this is a brawler theme at this point uh i mentioned this last week this is allows you to freely play uh nine capcom beat em up brawlers from the arcade to the snes era um that is including captain commando that really classic uh game that everybody loves that was on the super nes fight uh final fight of course it has to be in there um some other really cool games in there to, uh, that are in there as well. I haven't even played through all of them yet, but I can tell you this. What I love about this game is that this is all about having fun. This is not about wrecking your brain. You you can play with infinite lives and play through the game. This is just a celebration of all of those games that came out before. So uh, I love what they did. They also have, like they did with the 30th anniversary of um, Street Fighter and Mega Man and all stuff. They have a gallery in there with illustrations of all of this stuff that you were able to check out back then. Uh, just Capcom, if if not for anything, should be known for their artistic value. They were all about art and illustration and had some phenomenal artists in there and their uh, repertoire and their company and that's one of the things that made video games so great back then because capcom made video games not just video games but they were art you know they had 8-bit games that can be considered paleolithic at the time but also with that said their art their artwork aki man it's one of the best artists video game illustrators out there of all time um i mean just so many more out there but most of them came from capcom as well so you know go out of your way to check that out i believe that one is still on sale right now i think it was i think i got it for like 11.99 
in there so go out of your way to check it out before that sale is over if it's not already but it's worth getting as well and the one i mentioned last time go get the original ninja gaiden if you're a ninja gaiden fan go get the original ninja gaiden arcade game it is absolutely phenomenal it's very simplistic and considering from today's standards especially if you play ninja gaiden the recent ninja gaiden games that have been out but it is absolutely a great memory if, if not for anything it's a great memory to have but if you've never if you played it in arcades back in the day and it was just you know sponging quarters to the wazoo trying to get to this game and never got it now's your chance retribution is here you can play this game as much as possible you can save at the area that you're at and come back to it at any time but you can finally beat the original ninja gaiden arcade game this is a better chance of you actually playing and beating the nes version of the ninja gaiden game you can beat the original game so go out of your way to get that as well i believe i got it for 7.99 it's one of the arcade archive uh games as well you can't go wrong and if not for anything just for your just for collector's value that you have that in your possession awesome folks that will do it for this very special edition of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start. Thank you guys so very much. Uh, I did get, see, get to see John Wick 3 this week, so I will be talking about that on Sunday's show. Probably will be the last show before... I, that's, uh, I believe that's Memorial Day, if I'm correct. Hold on for one second. Echo, when is Memorial Day? Oh. Okay, enough said. Uh, my uh, Alexa, which I cannot call her. I can now call her Alexa now because I changed it to say another name, which I will not name right now. But um, after hearing Alexa and in, in, in the actual commercials and all the time, if I say it, because I have it in my office here, if I say it right here, it'll go off. But now I, I didn't know I could change the name of the, uh, of to, you know, to wake it up. But now I can. So, but. Uh, did inform me that it's Memorial Day is on Monday, so I will have a show this week. I'll talk about uh, John Wick and uh, maybe some other things that is coming uh, that's happening this week. So we'll talk about that and much, much more. Again, thank you guys for the big support. Please follow me on Talk Time Live. Uh, you know, follow the show and keep up with the show on TalkTimeLive.com. Check out all the interviews on that website as well on exclusive page or go to TalkTimeLive.com forward slash exclusive. You can also check us out on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, and there are other places you can find it too. I just don't know. There's some places that I didn't upload it that are I come to find it at as well. You can check it out there. YouTube, I believe it plays as well on Dax J Martin Cheeves. I still haven't changed that name yet, but you can check it out on there as well. Uh, but also, you can follow me on on uh, I not iTunes uh, Instagram at Dexavier Josiah. So uh, you can definitely check us out all over the place and keep up with everything that's going on in my world as well. Uh, again, thank you to DJ Cupman and congratulations to him and Maddie on getting married today. It's awesome. Go out of your way to check out Game Chops. You'll be again, you'll be hearing much more music in the coming weeks and some changes coming in the weeks uh, as well. So stay tuned for all that and much, much more. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of myself, this is Dak Xavier Josiah saying learn to let go, live life and love all things anime, comics, movies and games. This is ACMG presents Talk Time Live. We are out of here. Take care and talk to you Sunday.